Hello and welcome to Sake Revolution. This is America's first sake podcast. I'm your host, John Puma from the Sake Notes, the Reddit and Internet Sake Discord guy, and not a sake samurai. And I am your host, Timothy Sullivan. I am a sake samurai, and I'm also a sake educator as well as the founder of the Urban Sake website. And every week, John and I will be here tasting and chatting about all things sake and doing our best to make it fun and easy to understand. Excellent, excellent, Tim. Now, um, I, I got to say, I, going, back to, going back to Zoom after being in person with you uh, last week at uh, Decibel, it's a, it's a little disappointing. I got to say, it's hard to adjust to telerecording again. <laughs> well... <laughs> At least we don't have the background noise, right? We we have a nice yeah. quiet studio. That yeah, that, that editing out all that background noise wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah. It was not fun at all. Yeah, so we can't we can't do those on location episodes every week as we'd like, but every once in a while it's really fun. Nice, nice. So so what are um, what are we doing this week? It's, we're we're obviously at home. We're not uh, we're not on location, so we can't talk about where we are. So what are we talking about? Well, all I can tell you is that it's going to be a wild episode. Oh, I know. I know this one. I know this goes. <laughs> this is a, we are about a rice. Though. Yes. <laughs> oh, fantastic. This is a wild rice episode. And this week we are focusing on something that is near and dear to both our hearts. It is a sake rice from Yamagata. And we are talking about... Dewa Sansan. Mm. Oh, Dewa Sansan. Dewa Sansan was the rice that made a lot of the sakes I really enjoyed at a certain like phase when I was still like introducing myself to a lot of sake. And I knew I liked sake from Yamagata. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> later on, I kind of realized. Oh, wait a minute. They there's a lot of this. A lot of this sake from Yamagata is using this rice with this this Dewa 33 sticker on it. Now I understand we're going to be talking about its origins and uh, things of that nature. Yeah, you just mentioned that the English way, I guess, to say this would be Dewa 33. So Dewa San San is the name of this rice. And you know, in the world of premium sake rice, Dewa San San is a new kid on the block. Only, really? Yeah, it's only been around, first cultivated in 85 and officially registered in 1997. So this is like huh. a millennial of sake rice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, uh, very successful millennial. Yes. Of all the special designations sake rice that's made, it ranks about eighth in production volume. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's pretty good. That's pretty high up there. And, there, you know, yeah. you can roughly estimate that there's like a hundred varieties of sake rice out there registered and to rank eighth out of a hundred, that's pretty good for old Dewa Sansan. Yeah. Uh, young, young Dewa Sansan, <laughs> apparently. Uh, that, that's pretty cool. So, so this was cultivated in Yamagata? Yes. And it is a cross breed of Hana Fubuki and Miyama Nishiki. So those Ooh. two Sake rices were uh, crossbred to give us Dewa Sansan, and this is only grown in Yamagata, so it's a Yamagata specialty sake rice. So wait a minute, Yamagata has sake rice that they cultivated that's exclusively grown there? 
Yes, exclusively grown in Yamagata. And they even went so far as to create a Dewa San San sticker that they can put on their bottles. It's a blue sticker. Uh. We'll show it in the show notes. And it indicates that it is made with Dewa San San sake rice, but it also meets specific production criteria for quality. So not every sake rice has this, but they did it for Dewa San San in Yamagata. So let me tell you a little bit what you have to do to qualify to get this Dewa San San sticker on your bottle. Uh-huh. It must be made with Dewa San San sake rice grown in Yamagata, 100% wow. of that I kind of guessed that one. Yep. I'm gonna guess. <laughs> it must be a Junmai Ginjo grade, uh, must uh-huh. be polishing rate of 55% or less, and the yeast and koji must be from Yamagata. Hmm. Wow. So, I mean, this almost sounds like it's more of a, I guess, so many qualifications that require Yamagata stuff in it. Yes. Hmm. Is this just for Dewa Sansan? Yeah, this one is for the Dewa Sansan sticker, but mm-hmm. there's a prefecture-wide GI or geographical indication for Yamagata as well. So there's a there's a few prefectures. I actually just heard recently that Saga Prefecture has done a prefecture-wide GI as well. Mie Prefecture has one as well. And Yamagata. Mm-hmm. So there's a handful of prefectures that have created a GI for their sake. Mm-hmm. And um, Yamagata has gone on to create a Dewa Sansan sticker for this Dewa Sansan sake rice. I don't think I've ever heard of one for a specific rice before. That is yeah. interesting. And I guess I guess Yamagata likes stickers. <laughs> <laughs> so do we know what the, the San San, I get the San is the, well, why two Sans? <laughs> well, there are actually three Dewa mountains. So Wait, it's so called... three Sans? <laughs> <laughs> yes. My three Sans. No. <laughs> So there's three mountains of Dewa, and Dewa San San refers to these three sacred mountains as a cluster. Mm. So these are in Yamagata Prefecture, and they are revered. They're sites of uh, holy Shinto shrines. Ha Yes. So we can say Dewa 33, if you read it literally in English, but Dewa... San San refers to the three holy mountains of Dewa in Yamagata Prefecture. So they're honoring that in their naming of this sake rice. I think that's really cool. All right. That's nice. And, and I mean, they, they put the Dewa 3-3 three, three on there. They, they know what they're doing. They know it's <laughs> a, they, they're making a joke. <laughs> yes. So for people who don't know, San is a suffix for mountain. Like we would say... Mount Fuji, they say Fuji San. So it's a very common suffix for a mountain name in Japan. So when you have Dewa San, so three and then San again, Dewa San San. Because San is the Japanese word for, for three. three. So yes. yes. So three, three, San San. Yes. It's nice that they are honoring their culture and their geography and tying this beautiful sake rice that they created in their recent history with something that goes back a really long time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, I I just think it's really neat that 
Mm. They have created this sake rice that is specific to their prefecture. And they have really come together as a prefecture to promote it. Like everybody has to buy into this. And I think it's really great community building within the sake production industry that they're all coming together to produce this. And do you know, they've gone to some pretty unique lengths to promote this. Uh, and and what what is what what qualifies as a as a unique length to promote a sake rice? How about? I bet you've never heard of this before. How about a sake rice theme song? <laughs> All right. So that that, that was going to be my second guess. Um, my first, being that this is Japan, I immediately went for cuddly mascot. Ah, that would have been a very good guess, <laughs> but. Uh, theme song. Yes, mm. they created a quick number two. <laughs> <laughs> they created a very jazzy theme song dedicated to Dewa Sansan Yamagata Sake Rice, and oh. I don't think we can go one moment further without hearing a little sample of that. So let's cue it up and let me give you a little sample of Dewa Sansan Sake Rice theme song. Here we go. All right, Tim, that was um, – well, I don't, I don't know exactly what I expected. I don't think that was what I expected, though. Um, I'm glad we, we only played a little bit. We played just enough to not get sued, yes, which exactly. is good. Uh, fair, fair use, fair use. Fair use. Yamagata, fair use. please don't sue us. <laughs> but, yeah, um, Jazzy. Jazzy. Uh, it, it's kind of like, like a 90s sitcom theme song about the sake rice yeah it's very that's what i think it's very cool jazz so when i was preparing for recording tonight and kind of working around my apartment a little bit i had the dewa sansan song playing in the background and it's actually very relaxing and very catchy so i'm a fan i really like it did it make you want to drink more oh it sure it sure did (laughs) That cool Junmai Ginjo it just it just got to me. Yeah, you're gonna be a spokesperson for Dewa Sansan at this point, at this rate. Well, John, I think you and I are already unofficial spokespeople <laughs> for Yamagata. Yeah, I need to get uh, they need to give me some kind of sticker. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Like All that. right, so Puma approved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I gotta say, uh, I didn't expect to hear that today. That that kind of that's a highlight of my of my evening right now. Yes, that was great. Uh, so, as is customary, we both have actually, as is unusual these days, we are both drinking the same sake tonight. Even mm. though we are on Zoom, we are drinking the same bottle of sake this evening, and I'm excited because I because number one. Like we mentioned, love Dewa Sansan, love Yamagata Sake. And I'm a big fan of this particular uh, brewery as well. Yes. So, John, do you want to lead us in and tell us what we'll be drinking tonight? 
tonight we will be drinking the Tatanokawa Phoenix Junmai Daiginjo. Now this is a really unique sake, and of course it features 100% Dewasan-san Yamagata <laughs> sake rice. But uh, I understand you did a little research into the story behind this sake. What did you find out about the Phoenix Junmai Daiginjo from Tatenokawa? Well, you may think Phoenix, you're thinking uh, some sort of a from the ashes sort of thing. And uh, whether or not that's the case behind the scenes uh, is up for debate. But the Phoenix that's being referenced here is actually the French uh, rock band Phoenix. They are... They're relatively well-known here in the States, but they're very popular in Europe. And the way this whole thing uh, came about is that the guitarist, Christian Mazalai, lived in an apartment above this Japanese restaurant slash like sake shop called a Workshop Ise in Paris. Mm-hmm. And the proprietor was a gentleman named Kuroda-san. And the two of them got to be very close friends. Mm-hmm. And he would go and, you know, when he'd get home from being on tour or what have you, he'd go down and meet uh, Kuroda-san and they'd drink some sake and then they'd just sit and talk for hours and hours and you know, probably chain smoke and whatever else you do in Paris. Um, <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Baguette was involved too. I don't Maybe know. <laughs> so he attributes not just not just earning an appreciation for sake through his relationship with Mr. Kuroda, but also just life and like learning about life in general. Mm. And just the two of them really had a strong bond. He refers to him as, as a master. And uh, Kuroda-san was, you know, a sake advocate mm. uh, working to popularize sake in, in Paris. And, and again, it got the attention of this rock star. They wow. were wanting to do some sort of a collaboration brand with Phoenix and a sake brewery. And Mazalai felt that Tatenokawa, and this is a quote, sums up all the aspects of sake that he likes. Hmm. They had chose that brewery uh, as a result. And Kuroda-san, he distributed Tatenokawa in Paris. So it was, oh, okay. there was a connection there. Okay. So they worked together on this collaboration between uh, Phoenix and Tatenokawa. But sadly, um, Kuroda-san uh, passed away a few months before the sake was released. So he never got to see it come to fruition. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, yeah. So the label actually has a in memory of... Toshiro Kurada on every single label. Oh, wow. Uh, and the extra little fun bit here, Tim, uh, is that a portion of the sales actually get donated to the Japanese Red Cross Society. So we are drinking delicious sake with a fun story for a good cause. Yeah, but it's, it's a little bit of a sad story too, isn't it? I mean, this sake master, Toshio Kuroda, living in Paris, he was spreading the good word of sake, and he inspired the guitarist of this French rock band so much that they did a collaboration sake and it it is such a moving way to honor that connection that they had yeah don't you think and I I do and I, I don't think it's sad because it's a it's something he did that's having a positive impact on people that lives beyond him. And I think that's really cool. I, mm. I, I happen to see that in a really, in a really positive light. I kind of mm. like that a lot. 
I, I want to have something live beyond me like that. <laughs> That's true. I think it's a very positive thing. Yeah, well, I've got the Phoenix Junmai Daiginjo here, and I'm looking at the label closely. And it has a beautiful rainbow that says Phoenix very prominently on the center of the label. And then underneath that, it says, in memory of Toshiro Kuroda. So I think that is very, very sweet and very nice. And uh, so do you, do you want to give us the stats for this Phoenix Junmai Daiginjo? Certainly, certainly. So the Tatenokawa Phoenix Junmai Daiginjo, I imagine I don't need to say that it uses Dewa <laughs> Sansan rice. Uh, it is polished down to 50%. It uses Yamagata yeast. It's the only info they gave us on mm-hmm. that. Sake meter value is minus 2 so touch sweet. Uh, the acidity is 1.4. Very, very nice stuff. Yeah. And we've got an alcohol percentage of just 14%. So uh, yeah, a little, a little bit, bit lower. Of, a little bit softer. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think slightly lower alcohol. And, and this not just me, but like summer sake traditionally is lower alcohol sake. And that's, again, hot out, the alcohol kind of it, it hits you a little differently, hits you a little harder. I think a, I like a little lower alcohol in, in the summer months, and it's the end of June, so this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get Phoenix rising yes. from the ashes and into our glass. <laughs> going to open this up. I love that we finally uh, added licensed music to an episode of ours, and it's an episode that features information about a rock band in it, but it's not the rock band's music that is what we used. Yes, we definitely cannot sample Phoenix. No, no, I don't think that would be allowed. I think we'd get sued right away. Yes. Um, But hopefully Yamagata will be more lenient with us, I hope. I hope so. Um, By the way, if you... Grab your bottle yes. and look, bring it up to the light oh. and look at the inner label from the back. Oh, my God. I see it. Yeah. You'll, there's a silhouette of all the band members. So we're looking through the back of the bottle to the inside of the front label. Right. And there is a drawing of each band member holding yep. their instruments. That is so cool. I, I did yeah. not know that was back there. It's a little like a Easter egg, I think, is the right way to put it. Yeah. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, that is awesome. Well, we have our Phoenix Junmai Daiginjo in the glass. Let's give it a smell. This just makes me smile. It's fruit. It's <laughs> the, fruity. This aroma just makes me smile. <laughs> it's fruity. <laughs> yes. Mm. So pineapple, melon, even strawberry, like really kind of concentrated fruitiness lovely smooth and um just yeah delicious all, it's delicious aroma things. yeah this aroma is is just magical all this fruit like you said that i, I get mm. the melon a little more prominently mm-hmm. like cantaloupe and and strawberry like you mentioned you don't get a lot of strawberry on a lot of sake so that's yeah. That's a nice little, ooh, I like that. This is something I can, I can really, I can put off sipping this because I'm enjoying the nose so much. Mm. Yeah. I feel like I could just put a little dab of this behind each ear and, you know. Is that, is that, <laughs> is, that is that the move? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't need my aftershave anymore. <laughs> hmm. 
All right, let's give it a mm. taste. All right, fine. I'll taste it. Mmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very smooth. Very nice. Very smooth. Light. The fruit is still there. Mm-hmm. It's a little subdued. It's not bashing you over the head with it. Right. And I think that's where that lower alcohol volume comes in. You know, if this were 16, 17% alcohol, it would be much more in your face. But the fact that they dialed that down to 14% makes this a little bit more refreshing, a little bit lighter, and it isn't as heavy-handed as some Junmai Daiginjos we may have tried in the past. Mm-hmm. Earlier when I mentioned that Tatinokawa made sake that Mr. Mazalai really summed up the aspects of sake that he likes, mm-hmm. he specifically calls out the minimalism and subtlety. I see. And there's a lot of subtlety in this sake. Mm. Yep. And I and I do think that, like you, as you mentioned, a lot of that's attributed just dialing down the alcohol a tiny bit, mm-hmm. just you know one or two percent, and you're getting this much much lighter, much more um, reserved flavor. Yeah. For me, one thing that is very interesting tasting this and thinking about Dewa Sansan as a regional rice. You know, how this connects with other Yamagata breweries that we know about, and how does that contrast with a place like Kochi or Niigata? This has that more present fruitiness, like that really ripe fruitiness, which is so prevalent in Yamagata sakes. And I think Yamagata is even well known for cherries and different fruits that are kind of like star products of their prefecture. So it's really cool that they kind of fold these flavors and aromas into their sake and have that regional identity. And even prefectures that are close by on either side are quite different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Niigata is is very close by, and they are much more known for being you know, dry and crisp. Yeah. A little bit of fruit. Yep. Dry, dry and light. clean. I mean, this light. is light, but much, but not in the same way. Yeah. I mean, it's giving me a little bit of Starburst vibes too. Like it's f- fruity and has, it, it's very elegant, but it has a little hint of something candied too. Do you know what I mean? Like just a hint of, of that sweet richness and that candied flavor but very elegant and luscious too. It's really delicious. Mm. And what do you think about the mouthfeel? It's a little light, like, you know, mm. light on the tongue, not just light in flavor, but mm. it doesn't have a lot of weight. Yeah, I think when a sake is quite fruity, it can veer too quickly towards, oh, it's too sweet. Mm. So that I think that lighter body, the lighter mouthfeel makes it more refreshing of an impression and more drinkable. This is uh, aggressively drinkable to me. <laughs> aggressive. Uh, <this> is, <laughs> what, what is it you like to say? Oh, we, we just used this last week. I can't say crushable again. Quaffable. Uh, quaffable. quaffable. Easy, no. easy drinking. Very easy drinking. This, yeah. this. Oh, it's a summer this, sipper. It's a summer yeah, sipper. This will disappear in a hurry if you're not careful. <laughs> yes. And it's wonderful stuff. It's really, yeah. really nice. I, I t- you know, usually when I when I go for my Yamagata stuff, I go for something with a little bit more body. 
Mm. Um, that brings up that that fruitiness. It dials it up with it. it. It's a little more expressive. But like I mentioned, like in the summertime, like this is so welcome. This is really, really lovely. I'm enjoying this a great deal. Yeah. It's the best part of, of doing the show is getting the taste of all these great sakes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just want to make one note that mm-hmm. we talked earlier about the Dewa Sansan sticker, the blue sticker, yes. and that is not present on this bottle. So yeah. um, well, I think they're they're busy. Um, yeah. You know, the band has their branding on it, and you've got the the mention of uh, of Kuroda San. <laughs> There's a lot going on. (laughs) Yeah. So this is so nice to taste. It's really fun to taste with you again, John, even though we're not across the table. However. um, Zoom will always be our home away from home for tasting, Tim. Yes. And I wanted to remind our listeners that if you are interested in tasting with John and myself live and on Zoom, there is a chance to do that. As part of the Sake Revolution Patreon, we have a perk for the $5 a month members that you can join us on a monthly live Zoom Sake Happy Hour. It's going to be the first Wednesday of every month. We have our first one coming up in July, and we would love to meet you on Zoom. So if you would like to taste with us, please follow us on Patreon. It's going to be it's going to be a good time. You can come in. We're going to be sipping uh, the sakes that we've had over the last month or so on the show. Ask us questions. You know, find out what Tim's favorite sake rice theme song is, and just have a good you know, just, just relax with us for a little bit. It's a you know, we're trying to keep it a little casual. We're calling it. I think uh, for now, I think we're calling it the the sake revolution happy hour, which I, I think I like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to keep it a little relaxed. Yeah, and we can we can play a little game. Uh, has Tim visited the sake brewery? <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute! I forgot to ask Tim. Have you visited the Tatenokawa Sake Brewery? Thank you for asking, John. I actually I have visited. Yes, Tatenokawa is a beautiful brewery, and I had the chance to visit there several years ago. This was before they made this Phoenix, so I've never tasted Phoenix at the brewery. But I have had a chance to visit there, and uh, it's a beautiful brewery. They have quite a young toji and uh, very forward-thinking, and I'm not at all surprised that they partnered with a French rock band to make a really cool and super delicious sake. You know, the the game of has Tim been to the sake brewery gets really boring after all. It's <laughs> always yes. <laughs> you have to visit sake breweries in, like, you know, other countries to get ones that Tim hasn't been to. Well, I want to wait and see if on our live Zoom with our patrons, if there's any Phoenix left in John Puma's apartment by then. (laughs) I have a feeling it might be all gone. All right. So uh, pulling back from the curtain, guys, we're recording this on the 23rd of June. That means that in exactly two weeks is the happy hour. This is going to take a lot of effort. (laughs) I'm going to try. I'm going to try to save some. Uh, It's a really good sake. I'm a big fan. Oh man, two weeks. I'm gonna try. You can do Do it. You can do it. Uh, Boy. All right. (laughs) Well, uh, that was fun. I, uh, as always, I I love sipping great sake and talking (laughs) talking about it and digging up fun stories about it. Well, that was so much fun. What a delicious sake. What a great sake rice theme song. I think this episode (laughs) had this episode had it all. So I want to thank you so much, John, for. 
sipping with me tonight. And I want to thank our listeners so much for tuning in. We really do hope that you're enjoying our show. And if you really want to show your support for Sake Revolution, the best way to help us out would be to back us on Patreon. Yes, that's right. We announced this uh, last week when we were uh, over at Decibel. The reaction has been kind of like I'm, I'm very uh, impressed with the amount of support we've gotten. Uh, we really appreciate it. And that's over at patreon.com slash sake revolution. So as we mentioned a moment ago, if you want to join us at the $5 level per month, you can get access to our monthly sake revolution happy hour, which is going to be held on Zoom live. And you can talk to us and sip with us. And we can't wait to meet you there. If you want to join us at the $3 level per month, you get access to knowledge two weeks ahead of time, what we'll be drinking, so you can sip along with us when you listen to the episode. Uh, and uh, be sure to subscribe to Sake Revolution wherever you download your podcasts and leave us a review. Leaving us a review is still a great way to get the word out about the show. Uh, also, telling your friend right up there. You know, Introduce your friend to some sake. Tell them about this podcast you've been listening to. It's a good time. And tell your family. And tell your family. You know, fa I think that our families are our friends also. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and as always, to learn more about any of the topics, sakes, or theme songs we talked about in today's episode, be sure to visit our website, sakerevolution.com. And there you can see all the detailed show notes. And if you have a sake question that you need answered, do you have a, a sake rice theme song that you think is better <laughs> than the Dewa Sansan theme? We want to hear from you. Uh, reach out to us. That email address is, as always, feedback at sakerevolution.com. So until next time, please remember to keep drinking sake and kampai. kampai.